where the enemy said we cannot reach, he had catapulted us exponentially beyond the jurisdiction and the, 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 the reach of the wicked one. I look at you, we, may, we might have fought battles in life, but we did not lose the battles. In Christ's tabernacle, nobody lose. Hallelujah. It is all win, 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 win. Amen forevermore. Amen forevermore. I can see the sign of a king upon you. I can see the victory of the mighty one around you. I can see a people, an army of people that defy the territory of the enemy. People who cannot be deceived by the deceiving spirit that Satan has sent out into the churches in this era. I see a people wrapped in truth, a people building truth and a people progressing in truth. That is what I see. And when I looked at the younger ones, I laughed for my old age. The devil hasn't seen anything yet. If Satan has problem with me, which he does, coming behind me are people who will chase the devil out of every continent if the Lord tarries. Boys and girls fired up by the fire of the Holy Spirit. People who cannot be deceived by the youthful exuberance. A youth who separate themselves from the world and make a distinction. Both in the knowledge of this age and in the knowledge of the living God. Can you imagine all the taboos of the devil with which he deluded people? Like some believe they are cursed, yet they are born again. Some believe they can suffer from their father's ancestral curses, yet they are born again. In CFT it does not work. We only are inheritors of Christ. The Bible says, such will the generation be blessed. The generation that fear the Lord. From the day we were born again, our umbilical cord was disconnected from our ancestors. And so whatever they suffer there, that is their cake. Amen. What we suffer here, <laughs> suffer not anybody to speak in tongues. That is the suffer. Suffer not anybody. For those of you who are King James Version people, suffer not anybody to speak in tongues. When we when we talk about suffering here, we left it at the door, and we don't go away with it. This is a place where the word of God is real, and the counsel of heaven manifests itself. Let I read these scriptures to you, and then we just go to a brief today. The book of Acts, chapter two. You know, I've been teaching you about the supremacy of Christ. And also the supremacy of children of God. Christ is supreme over powers and principalities. You recognize that? Do you, do you remember that? Say amen. amen. All right. And you are supreme over all the powers of Satan. Say amen. amen. Okay. What scripture tells us that Colossians what? Come on now. Colossians. Colossians. Yes, go back to your... I'm not preaching today, but you're letting me preach. Colossians. Colo, colo. Hallelujah. Okay, put it on the board for us. I will come back to this one. The supremacy of Christ. He is the image of the invisible God. Colossians words. Shall we read together? Who is in the projector? Give me the name of that person. You are going to teach next Sunday. Teach all of us. He is the image of the invisible God. 
Thank you so much. You know, I've told you last Sunday that because of Brexit and because of the intellectual things, academic things I know about Brexit, I made up my mind to prepare all of you for what will happen to this country. So that in the midst of those happening from October, we will soar on the wing. No man in safety will lose job. Impossible. Okay? Because God, the Spirit of Prophet, is here. I showed you from this scripture that Jesus is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of our creation, and how he rules over everything. Okay? The next verse says, For by him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, principalities or dominion authority, all things were created by him, and what? For him. Does Jesus live in you? Yes. Say, yes, Jesus did here. Jesus did. He, did. he did. Amen. So if the one who created Satan and demons live in a Christian, is it sensible for that Christian to be afraid of demons? Is it possible for the powers of demons to overcome that Christian? Not possible. Because the one who created them is living inside you. You only need to release him and he will handle them. So simple. So all the doctrines of Satan pursuing you that is a witch in your house, we have proved in this church that though there may be witches, but they are on the run for us. We are not on the run for witches because we carry Jesus inside us. A Christian who is on the run for witches, maybe you are born again, but you are not educated. You don't know who Jesus Christ is. And neither do you know who you are. And then the next verse says, He is before all things and in Him all things hold together. He is the controller of every situation. Then the next verse says, And He is the head of the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead. So that in everything He might take supremacy. Keep on, keep on. For God was pleased to have his fullness, all his fullness dwell in him. All right? And through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether things on earth or things in heaven, by making peace through this blood shed on the cross. The next one. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your mind, because of your evil behavior. That was our past. And now what did he say? Shall we read it together? Stop. Stop. Read it the cathedral way. Say it again. Excuse me. I will read it this way. But now I. Let's read it together. Physical barrier without, yeah. Do you remember the month of May when I started with you on this one? I am blameless by the blood of Jesus and without blemish. I can't understand you. I am without blemish. Ah, uh, but now. He has reconciled those who believe in him, like me. What about you? 
by Christ's physical body through death to present what? Me, what? Say to somebody, I am holy. Before God. I may be anything before men is their business. Men may have decision to believe a lie. But before the one who lives forever and ever, I am holy. Not only that. It says, without blemish. I stand before God without blemish. Now listen to this last one. I'm free from accusation. So a person who was taken to court for some offenses. And when he got to the judge and his accusers have brought him for his shame to be put in prison because he doesn't have anything. But a day before, the president of the nation looked at the file of clemency and he spoke and said, the case of tomorrow, I pardon the man, together with those who have been in prison. Now, accuser of that man is still coming to the court to see his shame. But when the judge will rise up, judge will say, this man has just been pardoned by the president. While the accuser is waiting for your shame, let me say something to you. And it seems as if your, your life is gone, your hope is gone. It's imminent that you'll be facing shame. They did not say, do not be afraid, you will not suffer shame. I say that shame will be turned to joy for you. That is what the blood of Jesus. Anybody that is free from accusation can never suffer from the consequence of accusation. Curses are consequence of accusation. And generational curses came from accusation. And if Jesus has freed Christians from accusation, woe to the man that says they are cursed. Woe to them, all those pastors who say people are cursed who are born again. Woe to those pastors who say that a Christian needs deliverance. When Jesus, who said Christian free, said, If the Son therefore set you free, you are free indeed. May the Lord banish them away from the book of eternal life. Those who deceive God's people because of their throat's sake. May the Lord close the chapter of the book for them so that they will be taken face out of the face of the other lies. And raise more righteous people who understand the truth and who live by the truth of God. Look at that scripture. I love it so much. I don't want to preach to you today. But something is winding my spirit. You need more knowledge. Okay. Look at why is Jesus all this? In Jesus Christ is the fullness of God. Yes? Come on now. What God was, God is, God will be. Is in Jesus Christ. Look at chapter 2 of Colossians. Memorize this Kalo. When I ask you, he is the image. If I said the supremacy of Christ, I expect everyone who have been hearing me to say Colossians 1.15. He is the image of the invisible God. He is the creator of all things, whether visible or invisible, whether thrones or dominion. My director's office, is, he created it. CEO, he created the office. And if he created it for who? For me. Amen. <laughs> if there's any distinction, that's what the Bible says. It said, whatsoever is distinction, whatsoever is your good report, whether, whether, 
whether any virtue or praise, consider ye. Whatsoever is lovely, whatsoever is of good report, any good thing, any, any good report, that is my own. Bad report is not in my calendar. It will not be in your diary. My delay is not denial. He, you know, some people have said it that when you, when, if a woman is married and she can't give birth to a child, there is a demon there. May God banish them forever from the book of life. With demon, God gives children. If their God can be hindered by demons, then that God is not the living God. Hey, I came from a barren womb. If I came before, immediately my mother married, you wouldn't know me. You will not know me. I won't be a blessing to you. So because of me and the generation to which God is sending me, Jesus locked my mother's womb. Yes? Two people testify. Satan told my father, the God of heaven locked your wife's womb. When my father came to Christ, the prophet said, God made this woman barren. Satan told the truth for the first time. Hey, hallelujah. That's a testimony I wanted you to hear. Maybe five minutes you'll hear it. Now listen to me, therefore. Don't let useless, unschooled men abuse you any longer with folly. Lying to you. Trying to change your identity from what God had written. Many of them, after they have read it, they will say, but, 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 that but, let it be locked up in their stomach. They belong to those who draw back, people who have no vision in life, than to follow that people like the devil, kill, steal, and destroy. Any preacher that does not give life is from the devil. Any preacher that makes people fear is from pit of hell. Any preacher that cannot lead the people in his action, I wonder who sent him. Acts chapter 1 verse 1. In the former book of Philippians, I began to write concerning what Jesus began to do and to teach. Hebrews 13 7, it says that you, you should know that people will emulate your lifestyle and also your faith. A minister must live the life he wants members to live. Anybody listening to me on the internet and you are in a church where your minister live a different life and put yoke on you, you better get out of their midst. They are good bunch for hellfire. You will know the truth. So in, the, in Christ is the fullness of God, isn't it? In the bodily form. Look at chapter 2 verse 3. No, verse 6. What we need is in verse 9. Let me look at three to six, 6 to 9. So then, just as you receive Jesus Christ as Lord, continue what? To live in who? Who do you live in? Not in quarrel. Not in disputes. You live in quarrel, you die in quarrel, you go to hell. Excuse me, I've been doing marriage seminar. I will even preach. I've been doing marriage seminar for you guys. Isn't it? Teaching you about marriage. This is my wife. I've known her for how many years now we know my, I know my wife. Do you think we don't quarrel? You think we don't quarrel? I met this woman in 1973. You think for 70, if you know somebody from 1973 to 2018 and you didn't quarrel, you should have been dead. <laughs> you didn't quarrel because you are dead. But you think we don't quarrel? 
We quarrel, but we don't sleep, we quarrel. Hello, how can I use my hand to marry a wife and use my money to rent a house and brew uh, sorrow in my own building? In the shopping center, if you look at all what they sell, you will not see here, buy sorrow, buy fight, buy, uh, what do you call it now, um, I wish I made a bad one. <laughs> I will have told you in Yoruba, but English is so limited. That's why every company in England is limited, limited, limited. <laughs> they are so limited. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Yoruba, we are unlimited. You know what I want to say now? I, in shopping center, I have not seen advertise a job. Trouble. <laughs> Say we buy one, buy one, get one free. So that I buy one for myself and I get one free for my wife. So that both of us in the house is trouble and the job and everywhere. Making life ridiculous for children that did not ask us to bring them forth. And out of our pleasure we brought them forth. They have right to come to a place of peace. Both are guilty who quarrel like that. Anger resides in laughs of fools. You remember what I taught you about that? How can I make my life ridiculous with my own money? I married a wife. With my money, I rent a house. With my money, I bought my goods. And then I'm saying that to my wife that in this house, this is your boundary. I think that woman should tell the husband that that boundary is for both of us. Oh, yeah, because the two are what? One. I have a house. My wife lives in it. Who should live in it? Let me tell you something in law. If you buy a house and you don't put the name of your spouse there, how foolish you are. When you die, there is something that will trigger in. They call it constructive trust. Constructive trust means both of you construct together. Hallelujah. <laughs> it means 50-50. Unless proven different. Eh? Buy one house in uh, Japan in the name of somebody else. That's why when you die, you are, are where you are going, not heaven, of course. Where people like that are going, they are regretting that another man said that he served him right. I'm the only one who knows the house, so nobody will contend with me. Your labor, another man will not inherit. Are we together now? You must continue to live in Jesus, not live in discord, not live in backbiting, not live in uh, all those articles of Satan. Don't go to satanic market to purchase, to buy goods, because you will not be able to disengage yourself from the goods until it serves you right. Be happy all the time. Be happy means create happiness around yourself. The Bible says that be at peace with all men. Did he say men that are peaceable? Don't you understand the definition of all means all, inclusive all, with no isolation of element of all, all is all, consisting of all elements that comprises all, and all definition that can be applied to all. Eh? All means all, 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 all men in the church. Both the gang and the gangas be at peace with them. Those who are Himenaeus and Philetus of men, be at peace with them. 
We are not all royally born and bred. Some of us, we are not born. We are born in a family that character is useless. And we come to church. The Bible tells you that in the household of God are vessels unto honor and to dishonor. He said, don't drive away the dishonor. Transform him until he became honorable. Some of us in our house, we live in debts. Like a pastor who told me that uh, I'm so anointed. He said, man of God, your meeting I came yesterday. I, 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 so, so you are so much anointed. I said, how did you say that? He said, the moment I reached my house, demons, you are running all over my house like that. I said, eh. I said, describe one of the demons to me. He said, they are rats. Rats. He called rat demon. He come from deliverance church. He said, rats are demons. If rat, if demon is so stupid to enter into rat, just kill the rats. And that's the end of the demon. Or some people believe that demons are mosquitoes. How, can, how stupid the man is. Even people who are educated believe it. That demons is mosquito. Oh, they send them out to go and suck blood. Mosquito. Take raid and raid it down. If your own demons are mosquitoes, how stupid the demons are. Just, there is something that Pastor Qatar brought for me from India. Once you hold it like this, every underfly tree will be shocked. Pra, 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 pra. Say, demons are mosquitoes. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Or people who come about all this nonsensical title of demon snail spirit. Can you imagine? Have you seen the land of spirit and you see one called snail? Snail, 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 tortoise. Thirty spirit. Can you imagine? They are psychosomatically off their mind. Listen to me. You are free. Walk in Jesus, not in taboo. Walk in Jesus, not in myth. Walk in Jesus, not things. Don't walk in things that sound good. Are they God? Any philosophy that is not godly, is not of God, it will only wreck man. Either from man or devil. That's where it comes from. Listen to me. Be happy in the Bible several times, the Bible says. Be strong and be courageous several times, the Bible says. Be at which is all men and be what holy. Without holiness, no man shall see God. So no man can claim to be holy when you are not at peace with others. And the Bible says, let me tell you this, be at peace as long as it depends on you. My wife, if I think we are quarreling and my wife is, is wrong, I, there is nothing telling me, stopping me from telling her in her wrong that, oh, oh woman, forgive me now, I'm sorry. She says that I'm right. Yes, you are the right. If you are not right, who will be right in this house so that I can have food into my stomach? <laughs> you are right. You are very right. Hello. What is it in that I want to prove my point to let her know that I am right? She is right. I am right. And you are right. And Mr. Right. And Mrs. Right. And Mrs. Right. And then nobody is right at the end of the day. Then trouble all over the whole place. Even in my language, they used to say that if the devil appears to you, you beg him for them. You don't go and argue and argue and argue and argue in the friendship. Friendship is to disagree and agree. If I disagree with you, it doesn't mean that I'm angry with you. I can disagree with your opinion, but other things, we are okay, we keep on working. I would together now, if what my counsel is is right, if you don't do it and you go ahead and do your counsel, the result will show it. And moreover, many things that causes problem between husband and wife, the disagreement, none of them is certain of their decision. They are only assuming decisions. 
which are based on different assumptions. So why doesn't one budge out and let the assumption of the other be done? And if it gets resolved, thank God for it. I say, oh, that is right then. Hello? I must not see anybody bring marriage matter to me for the next six months. Thank you very much. You got it. I love that amen there. I love that amen. I've been teaching about marriage. I have about 500 lectures on marriage over. So if you come to me for marriage problem, what will I tell you? Better than what I have taught you. Anybody who come to me must come to me about spiritual that is you want more power, more gifts. Come to me. If demons are chasing you, don't come to my house. <laughs> Hallelujah. Either you chase them back or run to 10 Downing Street. We have a prime minister and we have a house of parliament. Go to the house of parliament on the house of Lord and tell them that demons are running after me. And they were the decision maker. But to my house... I want to hear testimonies of how God has transformed you. Somebody say amen. amen. If you have issues for prayer of agreement, I want to agree with you. If you have a revelation from God, I want to hear from it. If you don't understand it, I want to hear that too. But um, where I am now, I have gray hair. Are you with me now? And I want to live double my life. You know what he said, man. So that I would be tw- uh, 100 rounds. Uh, so, tw- what is the So, <laughs> amen. Listen to me. That scripture tells me that continue to live in who? In Christ. Not in quarrel. Not in division. Not in backbiting. Not in from biting. Control your mouth. Tell God, bind this mouth from speaking God. Because the Bible says that who wants to live long should keep his mouth from talking nonsense. I want to live long ago. And you must know something that when you come before Apostle Williams, there is the spirit that knows your heart inside him. Lie, he will tell you the lie. You say the truth, you don't, you don't say the truth, you keep it, he will tell you your heart. That is the spirit that lives in me. You pass beside me, I read your spirit and I know what you have been doing. That is a grace from heaven. So you cannot come before me and uh, you are in dispute and you lie and you think you will win. You finish. Those of you who have tried it know what I'm saying. Amen. Uh-huh. So therefore, live in Christ. As for me and my house. Do you know my house? This is my house. It is from this house all children came. And they are all houses too. So when they were baby, they are mine. When they grew up mature, they are no more mine. The only house I have. <laughs> Hallelujah. So how can I spoil the house? Where will I live? <laughs> uh, did you see the house that came out of me said I come to her house. <laughs> I was in her house yesterday, but I could not sleep there. <laughs> it is beautiful, but uh, it is not my comfortable. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Yeah, she's saying that now to me that I come to. I will come to your house and sleep on your bed. You know, when she was baby, she would sleep. She would sleep with me, and the mother was not here. So when the mother came, Pastor Elizabeth said, "Mm, "Go away, go away." I said, "This is my wife." She will sleep under me, and she go like. So I will leave her. I will. Pray deep sleep. 
When she's deep asleep, I will carry her and tiptoe to her own room. Because she has claimed ownership of the bed. Hallelujah. But the days are gone now. So as for me and my house, enjoy life with your it is here with your husband. Ecclesiastes 10.10. 10, which means it is the man that must create joy. That joy, not woman. Enjoy Ecclesiastes 9.9. 9. You will never forget it in your life. If you want to, if you want to know about love, Ecclesiastes 9.9. 9, Ecclesiastes 9. You know when you press 9.9.9, 9, somebody answer. So Ecclesiastes 9.9. 9. Also, you don't need three nine, just two nines. Amen. And it will give you enjoy your life with your wife whom you love. In these all your meaningless days that God has given you, all your meaningless life that God has given you. The women that Satan is fighting with here, may God overthrow the devil of your life. A woman, you marry her, she carried baby, she suffered, she went to, to push, and you are just... You know, your belly is big, but not with pregnancy. <laughs> and then you now say that the woman is this, the woman is that, the woman is this, the woman is this and that. But is not the, is he not the one who carried the baby? Is he not the one who put her life down so that life can come? And you call them your children? Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. All of you men, may you never free from women in your life. Yeah. You didn't say amen. You will never have freedom. Because your mother is a woman. After your mother fed you and bathed you and clothed you, you are the one who said you want to go under another woman. Isn't it? You apply for the other woman. The other woman is the one who applied for you. Take care of you, everything. Now you apply for another woman. Now you got it. How can you? How dare you? How dare you? When you got that woman, is it not by your application? Are you not the one who used your mouth to talk to her? Did she talk to you? And if she talked to you and you accept, what made you say yes? <laughs> are, are we talking here now? Yeah. You may not like what I want, but I give you by force. Yeah. It's a bitter pill. Swallow it. Yeah. Enjoy life with your wife. Bible cannot lie. Bible is the truth. It is say enjoy life with your husband. So it is the... the is a man to make the life enjoyable. I will together now. I cannot hear you women answer me. Amen. The Bible says you love the woman and enjoy life with the woman whom you love. It says the man should love his wife as himself. Listen to me, church. Satan will not rob me. He will not rob me. Are we together now? So live in Christ. If you uh, give me my something, so then just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in Him. Don't live in anything that is not Christ. Both men and women. And a woman may be saying that, you see now, you have what Apostle is saying. I think I talked about you, woman, yesterday, didn't I? On Friday, didn't I? What did the Bible say? The wife should what? Submit to her husband. You see the issue of, I'm sorry, if my wife, if you ask me the, the, the most common language of my wife is, I'm sorry. 
in her life. She said, I'm sorry for what she's sorry. She will say, I'm sorry for what she's not sorry. Even in the car today, she still said, I'm sorry. And I'm sure that my son will wonder, why did my wife say that? Let me tell you the story. Yesterday, I told my wife to, that we are going to bed. And I've been warning her that we are going to bed at this time because we, we came in late. So I haven't done that. When she gets her tea, I got my tea. We are going to bed because tomorrow is Sunday. <clears throat> now it is uh, it's to the one I'm talking about this morning. So she said she's doing some things. I said, I have told you 15 minutes ago we are going to bed. She said she's doing something. No problem. I went to bed. And she did not come until an hour after. Because when I got to bed, I read, I studied, wrote, you know, your Bible, Bible uh, lesson for the, for the next. She didn't come. <clears throat> so she came sometime, I think about after two, she must have been. So, and uh, five o'clock I have to wake up. And then she woke up and went to the toilet. I woke up because if anything happened in my room, I would wake up. She woke up and went to the toilet. After sleeping for two hours, I think it's about four, she went to the toilet, she came back. So I said, okay, let me leave her to sleep five to seven. I woke her up now to seven that we are going to church. And you know, let me sleep two minutes. Amen. <laughs> it happened to you too. So I said to her that tiredness is in your mind, it's not in your body. So I got her up. But then when we were in the car, my son was there. I said that, why didn't you come to bed when I told you? She said, I'm sorry. <laughs> then after saying she's sorry, she said that because the whole kitchen was untidy. And the, um, you, know, uh, you know, the washroom where you wash the laundry was untidy and the entrance was untidy so she was mopping the whole place and setting the whole kitchen so that it is clean and tidy and so she did that till about 2 or 2 30 and then she came is that not a good thing and after telling me when i came in the morning everywhere was neat and clean and i love it but that is what she was doing but i wasn't happy that she didn't come to bed but anyway she was doing something good after telling me all those good things, then she now said again, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Sorry for what? Yeah, because she's sorry. <laughs> Why are you laughing? And I told her that that was a good thing you have done. Yes, yeah, she said, because I'm sorry is our language. Not because we offended one another. I'm sorry is normal thing. A man who cannot say I'm sorry, he's dead. While walking on the streets. Are we together? You women, when you want to take husband, look for someone like that too. Who can say I'm sorry? A man who can't say I'm sorry, don't press button with him at all. Because when you reach home, he'll be telling you that after all, after all, is he only you? Yeah, it's only you. <laughs> You need to tell them, I tell you something, Reverend Omar, first. Hallelujah. Reverend Omar, first. I don't care, the whole world may not like me. I don't like them too. <laughs> because you're not liking me does not deprive me from eating when I reach my house. But if someone doesn't like me, <laughs> You will know it in my body. Finish this scripture. Go to the next one, Joe. <laughs> Rooted and built up in him. Strengthened in what? The faith. As you were taught. And overflow with what? Thank.
thank you, thank you, thank you. Your wife cooked for you, you eat the food, thank her. And your wife too will thank you for providing. Don't say that it's our duty. Are we together now? Is it these people play instruments there, they sing there? It is not their duty. They are serving God with it. But yet we have to say thank you for what they are doing. I preach to you now. It's not my duty to preach. I'm just serving God with you. And if I bless you, you say thank you. Learn to say thank you to people who have made an advance to help or to bless. Let thank you be your language. I'm sorry, number one. Thank you, number two. Overflowing with thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Those of you who are married, let me give you a clue that can hold a woman for life. That even when you die and you reach heaven, she will not forget your house. This is the clue. This is the clue. A woman loves to be appreciated. Am I saying something, women? And not appreciated in your stomach. Say it with your mouth. Tell your wife how much you love her. Tell your wife how much she's sacrificing. Tell your wife how good she is. How beautiful she looks. Use your mouth to paint your eternity. With your mouth, tell your wife. Appreciate your wife. Yes? Never you tell her that, look at how you look. It is you who look like that, not her. Oh, uh, yes. I mean, you can understand what I'm saying? God will judge all husbands. Ruth. Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thanksgiving. Look at the next verse. See to it that what? No one takes you captive through hollow and deceitful philosophy. All those false pastors, deliverance ministers, they are the one Bible is talking about here. Which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. Verse 9. Read it now. Do you believe that? Say amen. And then read the one that belongs to you, the next verse. I also. Do you understand that? The reason why Christ is what he is, is that inside Jesus is everything God is. And then Jesus didn't take it to heaven, he gave it to you as well. That's the reason why any doctrine that tells you that Satan should be feared is from the devil. Any doctrine that tells you that demons have any power is from the devil. Any doctrine that tells you that uh, juju, voodoo, all those nonsense have any effect at all on born again is from the devil. Any doctrine that tells you that ah, what you do for them, they are running after you is of the devil. They, they, that minister said that it's part of them who are running after you. He is running after your pocket. When the devil is running after your life, you went to him for help, and he's also running after your pocket. They are all from the devil. Because a man in whom the fullness of God lives, anything created by God cannot oppress him or, or intimidate him. Because the God in you will speak on your behalf. Are you with me now? That is why I took some of you to the forbidden forest in, in Ijebuland. Forest that they said that people don't enter unless call people. We entered it, nothing happened. Drove away all the devils they have been worshipping for ancestors. 
We didn't fast to do that. We did that because in us, all the fullness of God lives in the bodily form. And we do what Jesus did. We follow Jesus to letter. I don't give you useless prayer to pray here. The people who give testimonies on Friday, I, I'm starting a live program next month. I will bring them to the television, they will give their testimony, and I will ask them, did you sow a seed for that miracle? And they will say no. Anywhere they tell you to sow a seed for miracle, they are mediums. I will show you on television. They are mediums, babalawos, in color. Jesus says freely you receive. If you have to sow a seed for miracle, because God gave somebody the unction, then we have to sow a seed in every usher. It's service. And it took, and it took, and it you don't understand me. I just look in tongues. Now listen to me. I said, somebody who, who, who found a lost article and he's gloating over it. You know, he's, he's resting on, you know, uh, uh, founder's keeper. If the owner, what about the owner of the, of the, of the, of the, of the article? Huh? Let me say something to you. Anything that God makes you, the glory belongs to God only. And in sitting in the office that you did not qualify, okay? If I will cancel you in law now, I can charge you because I read law. Okay? I'm qualified. Yes, because I read. I sleepless night, I got it. But miracle that happened through me, I don't know how it came to me. I only know that God put it there. I did not fast for it. I did not pray for it. I woke up, it happened. So if God made me in that, and I use that for the benefit of God's people, woe to the man who takes it for that. They are Naaman. The only man who took seed for miracle in the Bible is Naaman. And he became leprous. I don't know why Christians don't think. Uh, 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 Gehazi, sorry. Is it the story of Naaman? Gehazi. Elisha healed Gehazi. And Gehazi gave gift to Elisha. I said, take away your gift from you. I only healed you because God wants you to do so. It is the gift of God. Gehazi said to the man, corner the man, said, ah, nothing goes for free. If you don't sow a seed, you will lose your miracle. The spirit of Gehazi is in every minister who asks for seed, for prophetic, for miracle. The spirit of Gehazi. And they shall be leprous. Yeah, I want to break game. I said they shall be leprous. If you are one of them, if you didn't say amen, only if you repair, you won't be leprous. If you don't repair, you shall be leprous. Yes. Freely you receive, freely give. We have the fullness of God inside us. Okay, now, I want to play. Why did you put on that light? Go and switch off the lights, Brother Junior. Okay. Yes. Now, church, my intention today was not to teach you, but this is our service, New Cross and Cathedral. It is a place where I bring you together so that I can give you direction in life. And let you know who you are. If you have given your life to Jesus and you belong to this church, the covenant of God with me is with you. Okay? That's why we're one family. 
And you know my personal life. Every weapon Satan has under heaven has had no effect on me. No effect on me. Really, my name has become a threat in some kingdoms. <laughs> one of my sons went to preach in one village in Ijebu. Oro people came and they scattered his meeting. So he came to me from Ibana and said to me that, Daddy, I went to preach in this village, but the Oro people, you know, Oro people are cults members, very, very ferociously wicked. They came in with their sling and woo, woo, people ran away. I said, Okay, go back there and do meeting. When you get to the meeting, tell them, I greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I bring greeting to you in the name of our father, Apostle Alfred Williams from London. I said, when you say that, let me see the old bone well. He said, should I? I said, go. He went. When he got to the village, he said, they set up. And the Oro people and the gangs, they came again from their cluster. Saying that this will not happen in this village. Getting ready with their slings. And the man said, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But I also bring greetings to you from uh, my father, Apostle Alfred Williams from London. The head of the Oro said, did you hear what he said? What did he say, Baba Apostle? <laughs> he said, did I hear Baba Apostle? The other one said, the, the other chief said, ah, is Baba Apostle, send this man. Ah, the head of Oro called the rest and said that, whatever your eyes see, I'm not part of this. If it is Baba Apostle who sent this man, if you confront him, what you see is yours. That is how Oro fizzled away. Do you know why in that city, I made a declaration that those who kill human beings and they feed on their organs will rot from inside. They will be alive when Mark God will come out of their body. And it happened within two weeks. The most wicked man in that place. Who kills, not secretly. You pass in front of his compound, he will call that person. You pass my compound, did he not tell you who I am? And he will tell the person and you will not come again. That person will die that day. And when he killed them, he boasts that he killed them. After my declaration, the man fell to the bed. Worms were coming out of his body alive, eating him from inside, maggots. He was like that for three months, crying for mercy. Pastor, that boy is a witness, he knows it. And he wasted away. The head of the court, I told them, if you kill someone for sacrifice, it will be your life. After I left, they did incantation to kill, to, to bring somebody sleepwalking. To them in their room and they behead him for their gods. When the chief priest was doing the incantation, <clears throat> at the end of the incantation, that somebody should sleepwalk, he died himself. As I declared. So when they told them that Baba Apostle sent us, you think that they don't have head? Those who keep people don't want to die. They fear death more than anything. So what am I saying this to you? This is it. <clears throat> in you is the fullness of God. The God that lives inside you is not less than the God that lives in me. The reason why I could operate him is because I believe totally in him. I don't believe anything contrary to God. I can't be afraid of anything because the one who lives in me controls everything. And the same thing you must believe. Do you have to feel him? No. You have to know that it is written. It is the word, written word that you live by, not what people say. Death is the destiny of all men. 
I will die anyhow. I'm going to die sometime. But I will not die for fear. I will believe what is written. If you can walk by what is written, the devil knows that he has nothing to do with you. He failed totally over your life. Because heaven respects those who believe in the Lord. Those who esteem the word of God above everything. Heaven esteems them so much. Angels work for them. Cherus visit them. Demons don't come near them. Because they know they are alive with faith in the word of the Lord. And they walk in the word of the Lord. And you cannot have shadow stuff in your hands if you are that. If you know God is in you, you can't take this body to commit adultery. You can't commit fornication with this body. You will live in life that is sanctified. Not by prayer, but by action. You don't want to do anything that will rob you the God inside you. You cannot carry God into place of sin. And if God lives in you and you are aware of that God, it shapes your life that you live. Then you will excel in everything. You will, it is not prayer, it is mandates. Anything you touch will be blessed. Satan knows that. That is the reason why he makes us not to recognize the God in us. So that we can live a reckless life and suffer all our lives. If you are in Christ with Tabernacle, you are entering the month of harvest. August shall be your harvest time. You will harvest from where you sow. You will harvest from where you did not sow. Others have labored, you will be called into their rest. It is the month of August, God promised, it is the month of harvest. If you are worshiping with us for the first time, I welcome you to that covenant. Let me tell you, there is nobody who does not like good. You didn't come here, if you are coming for the first time, you didn't come here for fun. You came here into a covenant. The God we serve, who is Christ, is above all gods. If any one of you listening to me here on television or where, on the World Wide Web now, if you have a, a shrine in your house that is in killing your people, write me a letter. I will send the children here to go and remove it. They will remove it with no consequence. Do you understand me? Satan does not want human beings to know Christ. Because once you know Christ as Christ is, you are free. It's either he will intimidate you not to know Christ, or he will send you under people who themselves are half-baked, who don't know Christ, who will intimidate you and terrorize you about demons. Demons have no power. Luke chapter 10, verse 17 and 18. He says, the 72 returned with joy. And they said, even demons submit to us in your name. And then Jesus said, I saw Satan fall like lightning. I have given you authority over all the powers of the enemy. And I look in James Version in that verse, it says, And nothing by any means shall hurt you. Hey, listen to me. Tell from beside you, I am born of God. I overcome the world. I am born of God. I overcome the world. I am born of God. I overcome the world. I leave you with this. I want to play to you the prophecy God gave us in January, and we're going to pray over it. In that prophecy, you will discover things that have happened already, like the earthquake in uh, Guatemala, in um, um, Hawaii, like the volcano in Guatemala, like the flood that came in since January up to now. But the fire that is happening right now, the Lord mentioned it. 
You will have been hearing over the past seven days fire in unusual places. Fire burning fields without anybody inflaming them. Who is responsible? That prophecy said it. What should Christians do? The prophecy said it. What our prime minister is going through right now is in that prophecy. What the plans concerning her from when they come back from recession, September, October, God said it, which is brewing right now. But God said what the church should do. God said what will happen to you. God said what will happen to the entire body of Christ. And I want you to listen to that, that prophecy and write down what belongs to you. So that when we leave, we can now work on what God said to happen to us. If all what God said is happening in the world has happened, then what God said about us too must happen. All right? Sit tight and enjoy this. Can you play that prophecy, please? This is a godly instruction for you. I see a victorious battle in the heavenlies. A great fight among empires. Victory decided before battle commenced. I saw the glory of the Son of God arising in the clouds of the earth, strengthening the four winds of the earth and putting strength and life to dry bones so that flesh may come upon them within the month of January to the month of March. I see a transition in the month of March upon the face of the earth where the dry bones filled with flesh and life from heaven became a mighty army. I see the hand of God strengthening the limbs of angels. For hell shall arise with a fury that had never been known. The earth shall quake. The magma shall erupt. The center of the earth shall be broken into two. Water shall gush out from their storehouse. Cities shall be flooded by their rods. But the saints of the living God shall be miraculously delivered from the wrath of the wicked one. For unto every saint are positioned holy angels of God with authority of the living God as they speak in their mouth. Nations can vanish in their presence. The whole power and authority over the powers of hell over the demons of hell. I see the hand of mercy of God stretch out to the nations that have been ravaged by war. A people who have been persecuted for years. I see the hand of God lifting them up, making a new nation of them. I see the Lord thrown into confusion, government of nations, especially the gathering of nations. 
I see a fierce division among them that will last for seven months. From the time it begins, I see them lose control or control taken out of their hands. I see in Great Britain, United Kingdom, a sporadic division emerging and the three pieces drifting away from the one nation. I see division within unity and I see unity in the midst of division and I see like a group of people began to gather again together with the inclination of a new movement. I see the old order of things overthrown by the new move of things. I see the hand of God and the heart of the Father having great compassion on the low estates, on the neglected. In the midst of these, I see flakes of fire burning like the burning bush. Like when you put a fire in the dry bush and it starts to burn. It spread into many arms and it encircled nations. It burned together and became conflagration. I see a scale in the midst of the heavens which measure the church and the government of nations. And I see a declaration of the judgment of the Father over the church as it is written that judgment will begin in the house of the Lord spewing over into the nation. As the judgment begins from the house of God and the heart of many melted and repentance began to come to the hearts of men that the church of God now began to fear the living God again because I see separation amongst the church as the book of Jude is fulfilled upon the church and second Peter also chapter 3 is fulfilled I see the hand of God upon the remnants who came up in the fear of God. And I see empowerment into their spirits. Without effort, they walk in purity. Without effort, they walk in power. Without effort, they broke through the ranks into the rulership of nations. And I see them taking over authorities of land. I see the mighty hand of God sweeping the whole world and bringing forth a great harvest into the household of faith. I see a date, a 22nd of a month, when our country, United Kingdom, was like a sheep without a shepherd. This calls for intercession, for the authority that is. It calls for intercession for the authority that will be. For the God of heaven had determined to shake the authorities of nations, for they have become godless, and to appoint rulers who will be filled with the heart of God and the fear of God. The old order of things shall be ruffled, they shall be changed, and it shall bring forth challenges. But this season that we have entered into is a season that the righteous will rejoice. It is a season that God rewards a little faithfulness in a magnified dimension.
And so this season calls for wisdom. It calls for knowledge and understanding. I see the angels of God and cherubs revealing their true form to Christians on earth. Dreams of people changing and Christians began to see angels in their dreams. I see angels in the physical world bursting into people and there physical manifestation of angelic appearance in diverse places upon the earth. For the time has come to gather the saints of God for the preparation of the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. At the zero hour of this year, strength has been breathed by the Father into the heart of the feeble, and power has been given by the Father to the weak to separate the shaft from the seed. Certainly, I say unto you, for those who will decide to turn their heart to understand knowledge, knowledge shall be given. For those who will turn their heart to seek the face of God, speedy action, speedy reply shall be given. And to those who decide to go a little length with God, strength is given to them to walk far with the one who lives forever and ever. For you it shall be the year of divine favor for you, when you will find favor before all men and before the holy angels of God. I want to say this to you, if you have desired prophetic for a long time, upon you today is resting a cloud of prophetic. The discipline that brings it to manifestation is persistent and continuous prayer life. You leave this place today and decide to commit yourself to ceaseless prayer. The days are gone when you procrastinate and postpone your time to pray. This is the hour that you should desire the things of God against the things of this world. Every one of you must make up your mind to give God the glory by living the, the life that God wants us to live upon the face of the earth. He says, and you will arise and have compassion on Zion, for it is time to show favor to her the appointed time has come now therefore i will conclude by saying this to you five things you must do this very year number one recognize that you are god's fellow workers i gave you scriptures in the morning about this but for those who are here who are not in the morning second corinthians 6 1 to 2. number two Recognize that you are God's field. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 to 15. Number three. Recognize that you are God's temple. 1 Corinthians 3, 16 to 18. And Romans 12, 1. Number four. Give yourself fully. To the work of God. First Corinthians fifteen fifty-eight. And number five. Make up your mind to serve with every gift God has given you. Whether 
professional gifts, intellectual gifts, as academic gifts, trade, and spiritual gifts. Serve God with every ability you have. Use your grace to serve humanity by extending a benevolence through your grace to humanity. Provoke humanity to ask, why are you doing this? So that you may tell them about the love of God for them. By the grace of God on Sunday, I'll be discussing with this church on areas that this could be made practical because from October to December in Christ with Tabernacle, God took us through a restructuring. But now, the tide has settled and we have gotten definitions for the restructuring. And now, some of you have taken hold of those visions and you are producing already. But in the new year, everyone under my voice must know this. You are a fellow worker with God. That scripture says, as God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. And that says clearly, because God has called you into the vineyard, He had given you grace. And you must not allow that grace. To be in vain. And the evidence that what God is saying today is for this year. It says in verse 2, For he says, In the time of my favor, I had you. If you have prayed for months before, you get answer in the past. In this season, you will be shocked by heaven that when you are thinking angels will make it happen. Because God has given them commission. In the time of favor, God answers speedily because of his favor. He says, in the days of salvation, I help you. When favor time comes, there is massive help from heaven and support. If you follow what I was saying when I was praying, you will catch up this information. Your life this year will be better than any life you have ever lived. And finally, he says, I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. May the Lord strengthen and bless you. Father, unto your hands I commit. Somewhere around 2 verse 13. You know, when God gave prophecy, it only managed to it. That is a promise. The reason why the life of some Christians remain where they are or dripping back, whereas other Christians are moving forward is in, and under the same unction, is because for God's promise to happen, somebody must believe and pray it. Seek it. You know... There are a few things God spoke in that prophecy which we deal with. But the first one, which is, You will arise and have mercy or compassion on Zion, which is you. For it is time to show you favor. This is your appointed time. 
You are going to tell the Lord, Father, arise and have mercy on me. Have mercy on my family. Show me your favor as I enter the new month. Lift up your voice and begin to ask God. Arise and have mercy on me. The Bible says the Lord will arise and have mercy on Zion. For it is time to show favor to her. You are the Zion of God. Tell the Lord, show me your favor as I enter the new month, the month of August. I want to see favor. I want to meet favor. Arise and have compassion on me. Stretch out your hand of compassion. Remember in that prophecy, God spoke about earthquake. It has happened. God spoke about volcano. It has happened. God spoke about the division that will come to our prime minister. It has happened. God spoke about United Nations. Why they will divide. It has happened. Tell the Lord what he said about you is that he will show favor to you too. Tell the Lord, show me favor. Arise, O God, and remember me. The Bible says in the book of Malachi chapter 3 verse 16, And those who fear the Lord talk to each other. The Lord listen and heard. Tell the Lord, hear me in this season. It says a book of remembrance was opened in the presence of the Lord. Tell God, open a book of remembrance concerning me. Open a book of remembrance over my life. Remember me, O God. Remember me, O God. Remember me, Lord Jesus. Remember me, Lord. Let a book of remembrance be open concerning me. Isaiah chapter 24. It says, The Lord Almighty has sworn, Surely as I plan it shall be, as I purpose it will stand. Begin to tell God, Let your plans for my life be fulfilled. Your purpose for me be manifest. Overthrow every working that is working against your plans for me. Destroy every plan of the enemy that is working against your purpose for my life. My, your plan for my life shall be established. Your purpose for which you have created me shall be fulfilled. Today, Lord, overthrow the devil. Destroy the powers of the enemy. Destroy the influence of Satan. Over the lives of those around me. Over my life, over my family, my marriage, my children, tell the Lord. Let the works of Satan be destroyed. The Bible says the reason Jesus was manifest is to destroy every work of devil. But you got to pray it. We decree a decree in the name of Jesus, as of Nazareth. Let the works of Satan be overthrown. Let the powers of Satan be destroyed. Let the control of the wicked one be a disannul. Let the will of God happen upon our lives. That will be done in our home. That will be done in our body. If you are sick in your body, it's not by God. As you pray, command the will of God of health into your body. Command your body to respond to health. The Bible says he sent his word and he healed his people. Father, we decree in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Blessed be your holy name, O God. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. I can't hear your amen. amen. Two more prayers I'm going to pray. It says in this year, every Christian should turn their heart to, walk, to serve God with every gift they have. That spiritual gift, you are serving God with it. If you are a career person, you use your career for the advancement of the gospel. Really, next, month, next week, Sunday, which is the first Sunday in August, I'm going to hold a meeting with all medical people. We want to begin to plan on our medical trip to Nigeria in January next year. 
Every career you have. If you are a lawyer and you give advice to a member of this church, you are not supposed to charge them. Here. If they come to your chambers, yes. But somebody has a dispute about work and stuff, you can dictate a letter and can resolve it. You don't need to charge them for that. You must use your grace to sow into the life of others so that the life of others can be better and God will now bless your career because you are using your career to serve. Somebody needs an understanding and you have it, you give that understanding to them with a whole heart and you rejoice that God gave you privilege to do that. You say you are God's fellow worker, you are God's field, you are God's temple. And give yourself fully to the work of God. We're going to pray, Father, empower me to give myself fully to the work of God. You know, let me say this to you. If you see Christians who are quarreling among themselves with people, it's because Satan engaged them with job. Because they are jobless before God. I will together now. Somebody who is having God and he's using his gift to serve, Satan can't even have the time to mess you up. But anybody who is empty and doing nothing before God, Satan will give them job to do. That's when you see people backbite, talk, 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 because they are hopeless and they have no job. Satan engage them with job. You're going to pray and tell God, Father, empower me to use everything that you have given me for the advancement of your gospel. My brain, my intellect, my knowledge, my body. Empower me as your field, as your co-liberals, so that I can be the extension of your grace. Lift up your voice and begin to ask God. That God will use you. That God will empower you. Everything that God has given you, that God will use it for the extension of the gospel. Your mouth, your reasoning, your body, your grace. Tell the Lord, I'm your field. Walk in me, O God. I'm your temple. Dwell in me, O God. I'm your fellow worker. Give me understanding, O God, to work with you. If God is in your boat, there will not be storms of life. Any storm will be calm because the master is in your boat. Invite God to your marriage. Those of you who are having all these uh, unnecessary problems in your marriage. Unless the Lord build the house, the labor in vain that build it. Tell God, build my house, build my marriage, build my life, build my mind. Tell the Lord to flush your mind of everything that the devil has put in it. So that you can reason as co-laborers of God. You are the field of God. Tell the Lord, let what you put in me germinate. I'm your field. All the seed you have planted in me, let them grow. You are the temple. Tell the Lord, let peace come out of me as your temple. Let miracles come out of me as your temple. Let healing come out of my body to other people. Let me bring light into darkness. Let me bring life into deadness. You are the temple of the Lord. Tell the Lord, I give myself fully to your service. Enable me to walk with you in this church. They have prayer meeting here every day. Some people come, what are you doing? Tell the Lord, I repent of all those attitudes. Enable me to serve you all the time. Enable me to be body carrier in this house. That you can depend upon me. They have Bible study every week. Those, some people come regularly. Some of you don't. Tell God, wake me up now. Let me be sensitive to your Holy Spirit. Let me be relevant in your call, oh God. I should be dependable, oh God. Help me, help me, help me. I'm your temple. I give myself to your service. Thank you, Father God. 
In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. The last prayer is this. You see, I taught you about spell for two months. And you recognize that a Christian cannot be cursed. But many Christians are under spell of the devil. Spell is different from curse. Curse afflicts. Spell control your mind. So that your action can be contrary to what God says. That is spell. And many Christians are under spell because First Corinthians, First Timothy chapter four verse one, it says, "In the last days, many will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirit and things taught by demons." So you have many pulpits in the world today, Christian churches, but the ministers are teaching things taught by demons, like all these curses and all this stuff. When you have so many blessings in God. If you see a man who says, I'm from God, and he's always teaching about curses and demons, certainly it's not from God. Anyone from God, we talk about angels, we talk about Jesus, we talk about heaven, we talk about blessing, covenant, and stuff. And so we're going to pray. People have been spelled. Those information have informed the way some people behave. And God's people who should be victorious are working like, like you know, they're working defeated life. So we're going to pray. Malachi, uh, Micah, Chapter 5, verse 12. I will destroy your witchcraft, and you will no longer cast spell. That's what God says. You want to decree that every work of witchcraft, and you know witchcraft means spell. Yes? The English word witchcraft, let me read it to you again. Definition of witchcraft. It says the practice of magic, especially black magic. And it says further, the use of spells. That is the, the definition of witchcraft. So when Paul said to the people of Galatians, who bewitched you? A Christian can be bewitched. But be bewitched means spelled you so that you are thinking different. You can't think right. It can bring someone to commit suicide. It can bring someone to be fed up of life. It can bring someone to be frustrated. People who have promised on their lives. People should be great people. They will just look at the same as nothing. And all their morals to uh, impetus to, to go for good things it will die. That is spell as witchcraft. But God promised I will destroy your spell, your witchcraft. You are going to pray every witchcraft over my life, every spell of the devil over my mind. I command them by the blood of Jesus to be dismantled. Lift up your voice, I'm going to pray. Pray for yourself, pray for your husband, pray for your wife, pray for your children. Spell of the devil will dismantle by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He says, I will destroy your spell, I will destroy your witchcraft, and you shall not spell any no, any longer. Father, the spell of the devil against our church will destroy it. It is spell of Satan that makes some Christians not to be engaged in the weak. They are looking for blessings. They are not serving God. And until the devil will close up with them. Father, every demonic influence will destroy by the blood of the Lamb. Every way the devil has programmed human mind here will destroy it by the blood of Jesus Christ. He says, I will destroy the witchcraft, and you shall cast spell no longer. The source of spell, we destroy by the blood of the Lamb. Father, we command new reasoning in line with the Word of God, that everyone under my voice will begin to reason in line with the Bible. We will not be reasoning again with the devil anymore. Anything that is not in the Bible will not accept it as principle. 
Lord. Tell the Lord, let the Holy Spirit take over my take control of my mind. Enlighten me about the revelation of heaven, about angels, enlighten me about the rights of a Christian. I destroy spell every control of hell over Christ the tabernacle globally. I come against it in the name of Jesus. I bind every spirit of hell over this house. I command that the heart of men and mind of men should respond to the Holy Spirit. Every ideology that has been formed by people, which comes from the pit of hell, we distune it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we bless you, we bless you, we bless you. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' holy name, we are praying with thanksgiving. I think we need to remember that we, we promise we're praying for our prime minister. I remember when God was giving all the prophecy, God first said, all the earthquakes, flood, fire you will see, it is because of the anger of hell. That hell will break loose. And God said we can pray against it. The season we are the seasons of the saints. Many of you have been marked by God already. Angels has, have been allocated to you. They are standing by you. They have been working on your mind to transform you from the month of January to March. And they are still with you. And Satan had a wind that God is doing that. And anger of it is what you saw. All the earthquakes and all stuff. But we can the Bible says, decree a thing and it shall come to pass. For our prime minister, I saw a, a time, I think the next prophecy which followed that mentioned the month of October. But I saw a time when this country, United Kingdom, was like a sheep without shepherd. We have our shepherd, but he does not know what, where to go. And if you look at what has happened in the past, this last month, you will discover anybody who has intellectual knowledge about Brexit, will discover that we are in a deadlock right now. We are in a deadlock. Let me say, this is not faith issue. This is reality. We are in a deadlock because the condition given by a prime minister cannot be accepted by EU if they do no more EU. And the condition the EU is given to a prime minister, there will be no more Brexit. The two pillars of Brexit, control of our border, control of our law, cannot be. Because our prime minister wanted free movement of services, which is part of the single market, and that, is that goes with free movement of people. It's in they are inseparable. So our prime minister wanted a part of the single market, but she does not want all of the single market, and that it is impossible. So which means we cannot have that approved by the, by, the, by the EU. Then she wanted a part of custom union which comprises free movement of goods and common customs. So she does not want common customs, which is control of our laws. Hmm? But she wanted free movement of goods. Impossible. It's just... If you accept that, they must be the most foolish human being under heaven. That's how strong it is. And are, those guys are not foolish. They don't care if Mercedes-Benz lose and close down. Or... Or, or what they call their name to um, uh, BMW. The, the BMW Mercedes men don't care if they shut down. Their minister in Germany said that last week. We would rather retain EU and lose the business of BMW and, uh, and the Mercedes Benz rather than to accept the condition of, of United Kingdom. They said, they said we are not talking yet. And really, we are not talking, really. Those of you who are into, uh, into, into the stories will agree with me. We are not talking yet. Our Prime Minister is doing that because she wants to appease, in quotes, 
majority vote, but it is impossible. Talk about the border in Ireland, we don't have time for that today. It's impossible. So we are the brim of the three drifting away. Scotland, United Kingdom, and Ireland. We're in the midst of their drifting away. But we will pray for our Prime Minister that the Lord will put words in our mouth and have mercy on us in England. If the church can repent and pray, God will do it. We will tell God, we don't know solution. No man knows the solution. Let me tell you this. No man knows the solution. Those of you who have money in the bank, be careful on putting your money into investment now because October to December will determine the global finance. Okay? There will be the third crash. Remember God told us that there will be three crashes. Second one has happened. We are heading to the third one. So anybody who can conserve their money in a better country, not like in Iceland, a place where the whole money can vanish. If you leave your money in UK and keep it in the UK or you keep your money in the US, it's better now. When the crisis will happen, your money will be intact and it will be a good time to buy. Are we together now? What to buy now for 300,000, you will buy them for maybe 200 or 150, depending on the minimum turning value of the crash but certainly the economy of this world will be shaken again by god but we want to pray for mercy that god will put words in the mouth of our lawmaker and in the mouth of our executive and that god will bind us that is bind the nations towards it second thing god should send his angels to destroy all this spirit that is causing fire we command fire to stop burning people and burning cities lift up your voice and let's decree we decree that fire should stop burning we rebuke the spirit of destruction we send him back to hell in the name of jesus christ of nazareth father we pray for mercy of God over the nations of the world. We pray for mercy of God over the people of the world. Lord, we pray thee, have mercy on United Kingdom. Do not punish us for our iniquity. Pray, put words in the mouth of our Prime Minister. Help us, O oh God. Help this nation, O oh God. In the calamity that is coming upon the face of the earth, preserve your church, O Lord Jesus. When the economies of nations are shaken because of the recompense of their wickedness, Father, in the midst of it, let your church arise in strength, in vigor. Lord, we pray thee, it is the time for us to rule on earth. We bless our Prime Minister, O oh Lord, with wisdom and understanding. We bless her, O oh God, with knowledge of heaven. Lord Jesus, she is a daughter of a minister. Have mercy, O oh God, and visit her. Release your angels into 10 Downing Street, who will manipulate the statement of our Prime Minister so that what she says will be in line with the will of the eternal God. A word that will bring mercy of God upon our nation. Pray for all the judiciary, the legislators, all the members of parliament and house of lords. Let the Holy Spirit take their lips, control of their mind and lips. 
Father, we ask you and thank you it is done. In Jesus' holy name we are prayed. Lord, I pray for all those who are listening to me. The Bible says, in the time of famine, my people will enjoy plenty. In the season of famine coming upon the earth, the Lord will visit you with plenty. He will lead you to the house of plenty before the famine shall begin. Wisdom of heaven, knowledge and insight shall be given unto you. Father God, we pray for our nation. This is a godly nation. It was a godly nation. But we threw God out of our nation. This nation, the constitution of this nation was written from the Bible. But we threw Bible from us out of our schools. And so the devil is having his turn and causing chaos on our streets. Causing chaos in our, in our government. Lord, and we have taken decision to our destruction. Lord, I ask for mercy for United Kingdom. Father, you spoke about Syria, that the nation that have been tormented by war shall be brought to peace, and the Lord will exalt that nation. And you told me in Syria, you said this on January, today we have heard on the news that they are now trying to negotiate with Syria for the sake of the blood of Christians that was shed in Syria. Lord, extend your hand of mercy upon Syria. Every conspiracy over Syria publicly begin to expose them. Every news that the world has been given that is a lie over Syria, Father, begin to expose them. Let those in different parts of the world who perpetrated the news to bring bloodshed and destabilization to the nation, let them begin to come out and come with the truth. Lord, Satan had deluded the heart of man. Lord, I break the veil in the name of Jesus. Let the hand of the gospel be exalted in our nation and in the nations of the earth. May the spirit of prophetic rest upon all those who call upon the name of the Lord. The spirit of insight and understanding. So that we will be in the center of your will. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praying. Somebody 